Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, and with me, finally, back. He's back. Back in the saddle, baby. Who the hell are you? What's that? I'm Gator. Okay, that's what they, I, they know who Gator. Is. What I was teeing up there. <laughs> anyway, and today is uh, Listener Interaction Tuesday, for September, and joining us via FaceTime, we have our buddy, my six thirty-five millimeter, or Luke. How are you, Luke? I'm doing great, guys. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. Luke's. Uh, the first thing Luke said to us was that you know don't pay attention to the little light show going on in the bottom right corner of his screen because it's from some cracks. And whatnot, and uh, I pointed out that I thought it looked really appropriate because it's like the Northern Lights. Yes, you know, since he's coming to us from what did you call it, Canada's Florida? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, very very southern part of southern tip of Canada. You know, you know, <laughs> Florida's Florida is the United States penis. Well, and I'm living on the a little bit right of the tip then, <laughs> <laughs> just to see how it feels. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anyway, and today we're going to be smoking a couple of special cigars that Luke sent to us, and um, so I'd like to I'd like to start with with the oh, with the note. A, is it a poem? No, it's a note. It's okay. a note. He's always looking forward to Tuesdays and Fridays. Our journalistic qualities, coupled with dangerous and borderline psychotic behaviors, <laughs> is a perfect mix. In this package, he's included some Smarties. I do believe they are not available in your land. Also included are some cigars from a truly unique boutique brand out of Costa Rica. Please enjoy and feel free to review them. Keep smoky, Luke. So, uh, oh, and then he said, fuck, the Smarties wouldn't fit till next time. LOL. So, now, if they're the same <laughs> Smarties, we have Smarties here. Are they the little sugar circles? Yeah, they're like an M&M without the M on them, basically. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, they no. may be different then. I would say that's different. Yeah. So okay. So what we've got is we've got a couple things. First of all, some Jeff, bamboo. Jeff apparently. gets himself one of the my six thirty five millimeter stickers. Oh, giddy up! You know, I've got mine. I've seen these on pop up on the Instagram front of yep, my travel humidor there. there. Yep. Yep, mine on that's the awesome. Front of the travel humidor there. I'm loving it. So you know, yes. mine in the keep box there. But then we have a couple of things. So first we have. My cigar, to which it's labeled, Nick, do not put in Gator's ass. Thank you for that. And then Nick there's... wise to put shit in my ass. Well, then there's your stick, which is labeled Gator, do not put in ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> he sent these in these, like, cardboard, you know, firm cardboard it's like tubes. something you'd make a firework out of. I think it's great. I mean, talk oh, about it protecting it through the mailing process and everything. <laughs> we can have a sword fight. Oh geez, that hurts! Actually, <laughs> I did. I just—you caught my knuckle. <laughs> He's looking oh, god. oh my god, they are morons! <laughs> no, like you did. You caught my knuckle, man. That actually—that's thick. That—that's—that's that's a hell of a you know, tube. There. Yeah, it's not I like those. Known this guy's ever... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not like those tubes with the uh, the uh, paper, the Christmas wrapping paper. No, I kind no. of expected more of a like you know like a. Thump, thump, maybe, kind maybe of a, a little give. Yeah, a little give. No, that's like a <laughs> full-on like thing. So, okay, Luke, why don't you tell me a little bit about the cigars that you sent us here? Uh, Assuming well, you these, remember. These guys are Costa Rica. Yeah, they, they come out of Costa Rica. The, it's, a, it's a wife and husband team. 
Bismarck is actually the name of uh, the gentleman's first name. Uh, and uh, they've worked for some big, big brands. They, they, they lived in Nicaragua for some time. They uh, worked for Padron. They worked for uh, Placencia, some, some bigger companies anyways, and uh, moved, moved back, back to and or just moved to Costa Rica to open their own, uh, their own business. And uh, they reached out to me to review one, so uh, kind of fell in love with it. And uh, I had some extra ones to send you guys to try them out. They're, they're not too common, so uh, very cool. Well, I need to uh, like need to get mine out of the cellophane. Oh uh, yes, yes. <laughs> it's a real thing. And unfortunately, I need to turn the camera in such a way so that Luke can actually see this, like. You know, shit show. Oh, there you go. And then that way he knows. Uh, yeah. You know what? I told you. I told you. I let you down. I should have took the wrapper off first. Sorry about that. <laughs> you only let me down. You gave him something to do. Come on. What? Seriously? Got it. All right. Thank now you. Nick had trouble with his too because his band came off in his my, wrapper. My, it did. It's yep. uh, well the band. You know, so he was fighting with that before I, I was ever trying started. to get the band out of there. So. So, okay, so this is uh, the Vismark. Is it Vismark or Bismarck? Looks like Viz. Vismark. Uh, Victor Viz. Okay, Vismark Cigars uh, out of Costa Rica. You sent me a Maduro, and it's kind of a slight, I, I mean, I guess like a Perfecto. You've got like kind of a torpedo tip to oh, it. Oh, we have different cigars. But, uh, I see that. Look at that. But, yeah, mine kind of Interesting. does that. And then what did you send Jeff here? It's a... Uh, uh, you know, I don't remember. It looks they're, like they're, a Connecticut. The other one, or, uh, yeah, it might have been. I think they, they call them a smooth, and the other one's called a, uh, a medium. I think I sent you the smooth. Okay, um, yeah, it looks like a Churchill. It's not quite as sure? long as a Churchill. I don't know. Here, I'll show you. I was going to say, why don't you show the guy who sent it? Yeah. That's a long cigar. That's oh, a seven yeah. inch, isn't it? What's a Churchill? I mean, cheap, I mean. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I could. I was going to say, I, that's going to get awkward on the Zoom if not a, I not a, measuring. Not a banana for scale there, Jeff. <laughs> We've okay, talked Luke, about it on the you, show before. You've heard that story, right? <laughs> Nick and his banana, banana for story? scale. Yes. I, I, I don't recall. Okay. So we're at a oh, going God. away party for one of his employees. His entire staff is female. And I'm there for some reason. I don't really know how I interloped and got in on this. You scammed a, in your a way for a free meal is what happened. And we're sitting there, and finally Nick, just out of nowhere, says banana for scale. Yeah, I don't know what we were talking yeah. about. but And, like, everyone at the table just, like, like gasps for air. And he's looking at him like, what? What? And I'm like, oh, my God, Nick, that means penis. You know? Yeah. I just, for whatever reason, I just thought it was one of those units of measurement that the internet had, like, strangely adopted. Because the internet has very weird tendencies, you know? And I thought maybe it was just one of those units of measurement that the internet had adopted. But as it turns out, The young girl that was going away, like it was an intern, and, like, she giggled about that for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, she got a kick out of you and your banana for scale. Yeah, it's, it's not metric, I'll tell you that. Eh? <laughs> uh, all right. So, Jeff, you've gotten yours out of the cellophane. Why, I have. Don't, why don't we go ahead and prepare to cut these Let's cigars? Let's do this. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Dan is gearing up. He is doing everything he can to get ready for the big event on Saturday, September 25th. Yeah, this is going to be a thing. 
We've got cigars coming in and getting priced and prepped in the humidors. We've got, you know, Cindy, who's been working on uh, some of the little uh, giveaway items and whatnot that they're prepping. Um, you've got, uh, well, me apparently scheduling everything under the damn sun for all the people, the listeners coming in, because the, the demand list on that keeps growing, but that's neither here nor there. Well, you and know. dude... You've bought plane tickets for folks. I have not. You have allowed a large <laughs> number of people to stay at your house. I have not. You're buying dinner for everyone on Friday night. I am not. You're buying breakfast for everyone on Sunday brunch. I am not. It. I mean, this is amazing of you. I'm. I'm not doing any of that stuff. Yeah. Well, and uh, you're doing that. You're doing that uh, raffle where you're giving away half your humidor. No, you? I'm not. No. <laughs> that's. Yeah. That's all. Not happening. Pretty sure that's all been talked about. It may have been talked about, but that doesn't mean it's happening. Anyway. I'll but, tell you what, I'm missing miss it, that's for sure. You are. You are. You need to, I mean, I guess uh, travel across the border is still a bit of an issue right now with uh, oh, COVID, yeah. COVID and everything. If you were so. down south, you could just walk over. It's true. You're in the wrong. Yeah. You're you're in America's hat. You need to be in America's pants, and then you could just cross the border. Yeah, I can swim the river, I guess. But it's got a hefty current. It's true. They found like four thousand Haitians under a bridge today. We're recording this on uh, Sunday. Why are we talking about this instead of Dan the Man Ponder over at River Mystic? He could walk to the event if he was down south. I get that. I get there that. There you go. But you know, you just always have to spin this, don't you? God, it was so nice with the guest host. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but no, seriously, guys, you're going to want to make it. Oh, wait, we're doing the ad? Yes, we got the crew from Martinez coming in. There's going to be hand-rolled cigars there and everything. Um, it's going to be a good time. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, on paper, going from noon until five that day, but let's be real. It's, no, I thought five. I think six. Whatever, noon till sometime. Noon to six. But what I was about to say is, let's be real. We said that last year, and the party went until God knows when. So that's true. You know, it's the after party. It's it's really noon until whenever. So, guys, you're going to want to make it by Riverman Cigar Company on Saturday, September 25th. The only thing I'll say: do remember your lawn chair because yes. seating is extremely limited. Yes. So, anyway, with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. That's right. So. All right, so I've got this guy. I'm going to give mine. You going to do a V? Oh, no, I'm going to do You're straight straight. I'm going to do gonna straight slant. Cut. I'm going to, oh, you know what? I will slant. There you go. I will slant it. All right, so I've got the cut going. Oh, back from. Mine's over there somewhere. Back from the hinterlands and apparently still No, needs, mine's over there, but I don't want to knock down your uh, recording Still equipment. needs his cutter, or my cutter. There we go. I did a V. Okay. Well, cold draw time, gentlemen. Okay. So now, which one are you smoking, Luke? Are you smoking the same one as Jeff? No, I. Uh, it's a pretty special occasion for me to be new with you guys, so I, I uh, don't smoke them too often. Uh, it's part, uh, Partega uh, Lithuania. It's apparently Jordan stick. It's about seven and a half by forty-eight. Uh, Cuban cigar. Oh wow! Oh, well, that, Ooh, took it true. up a notch. He, he can get them. He's up. Well, yeah. Now, yeah. You you've been nice enough to send us other cigars in the past. You sent us the the um, the twisty cigars. What's the name of that? I'm I'm drawing a blank. Oh, that's right. That was cool. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, the Calabra. Calabra. Yep. Yes. Yeah. 
that was uh, that was a rare find. I had a friend of mine uh, who actually flew to Cuba. Actually, his mother did, and I uh, had her uh, go to uh, to Havana to pick that up along with some other stuff. And that what made his way. Made his way. We immediately destroyed that contraband. As you should. I, I believe there is some Cuban tobacco in those. So. We uh, actually, we uh, as journalists are allowed to have some Cuban cigars. It's a whole thing. Wait, did you say you believe oh. there's some Cuban tobacco in these as well? Yes. Uh, he's got some uh, some uh, uh, people that sell him Cuban tobacco. So he told me some of them have Cuban. Kind of, kind of rare. Interesting. Cubans are pure. All right. Well, now this Maduro, I'm getting a little hint of chocolate and a floral kind of component to it. It's sweet. It's got a little hint of chocolate and the floral component to it. I like it. It's good. Well, while you're processing, I'm going to light up. Wait, you got to do the cold retro. No, I don't. We have a guest. Luke's on. We haven't done the cold retro. I got to say, huge believer, man. Oh, see? God damn it. There you go. Cold retro. Sorry. Thumbs up. I don't know if you deserve the <laughs> copyright for it, but uh, we've been we've been real thing. We have managed to go like nearly two weeks without the cold retro on this show. You realize been that? On. I was gonna say you realize <laughs> that it's been it's been nice. Can just get right into the cigar. This one has a little like on the finish of the palate. It's got a little bit of cinnamon flavor to it. Interesting. Yeah, it's really. It, I don't want to say dentine gum. It's not that strong, not that in your face, but there's just that little hint of cinnamon. Mm. Yeah, very sure. nice. Your stupid cold retro, oh. I still get the floral component, so there, yeah. whatever. Okay. All right. I'm fired mine up. Yeah, my cold retro still got the uh, cinnamon, so interesting. Well, this is just an honor, boys, lighting up with you guys. I really appreciate you taking time out, especially since, uh, admittedly, I did keep you waiting. Um, I kind of, kind of passed out. What what day is it there? Oh my god, dude! He's just north of us. What's he over the Dateline? Jeff doesn't understand time zones, <laughs> Datelines, things of that nature. It's like Girl. you know, every time I tell him, like, oh, it's whatever this time or you know our time, and he's like, so wait, what does that like Greenwich mean? You know, and all that. I gotta I gotta operate in Zulu, brother. Yeah, we're Eastern Standard here, so it's uh, an hour, an hour plus. Oh, okay. Well, that makes yeah. more sense. That's what I've. Yeah. God, I've told you that before. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, Luke, how did you get into cigars? That's the it's the inevitable first question everybody always asks, you know. But it's uh, it's always interesting to find that out. Um, I thought about that. Maybe I guess I was pretty young. Just got my license on my first truck. And it's, you know, it's like something you, you couldn't get prior because you weren't an adult. So I just uh, picked up a cigar down downtown in uh, a local town nearby and uh, tried it out. I think it was uh, uh, one of those square little villager cigars. Okay. Like sports or oh, whatever. Yeah. And I, I just smoke them occasionally, smoke them fishing, whatever, with the boys, that kind of thing. Uh, I didn't really get seriously into uh, in-depth looking at it, you know, enjoying them until uh, I got much older, I guess, but, uh, you know, it's like wine, I guess when you're, t- when you're a teenager and adult or young adult and wine, you don't really care. What it's all about. And then, uh, as you get older, you're like, uh, take more interest in its notes and, and characteristics. Interesting. You're refining the palate. Exactly. Yep. So then what do you smoke on the regular now that you, uh, you know, are a little older, a little more refined and, uh, 
you know, can kind of pick and choose what you're smoking. Yeah. I mean, variety, variety. Uh, uh, I do that uh, review once a week. So I just try everything, really everything from mild to, to insane to uh, new world Cuban to whatever, you know, yeah. I, I, I kind of thrive to find stuff like this Ismark where just kind of an odd cigar that, uh, you know, off the beaten path, right? Yeah, definitely. So now that we've lit up, what are first initial impressions? As far as mine, and I'm going to say it's a shade-grown Connecticut because that's what it looks like. Yeah. Um, very nice, very smooth. Um, it's not it's not like smoking air, but it's very a very smooth cigar. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm really digging it so far. Mine's... Um... Mine's got a real it's it's smooth on the uh on the smoking experience um in that uh it you know it it's not it's it's not a heavy cigar. I mean it's not it's not mild, but it's mild plus I'd maybe say yeah. just in the very beginning. I'm not, I mean look, we're not even a half an inch into this thing. Um initial note on the retrohale, I get a coffee kind of flavor. Or, or kind of thing to the retrohale. I'm not getting like any sort of spice. It's a really good, nice, mild retrohale to where I could do. I mean, I could do this all day. This is nice. So, what? <laughs> <laughs> retro time. I got I, myself I, coughing, but I did. The retro was really smooth, but like I inhaled it as I started to talk. And Jeff takes two yeah. weeks off from the show and suddenly starts smoking like a bitch. You exactly. Can't, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm back to like you now. <laughs> Uh, it's like the days when you couldn't uh, retrohale. No, that retrohale is really, really smooth on this. You wouldn't know it from me, you know, choking on my own smoke. But yeah, this is a good cigar. Well, good. I'm happy. I've with never it so seen far. this before, so I'm guessing this isn't. Uh, no, available I, I don't in the think States. this is probably something we're going to get in the states. You know, but you I think know. they do uh, the states, Canada. I think they're getting a, a good, a good footing in Europe. Mm, so they are in the states. Yeah, I believe so, but the, I mean, the, the quantity, you know, isn't there. Yeah, the, yeah. They probably don't have reps and, and all that kind of stuff. You probably have to just word directly online. Well, and I would also imagine if there is any sort of Cuban tobacco uh-huh. in the blend on this. Um, we're this, not getting that. We're one. not getting this blend because they are, everybody's very, uh, very, really hardcore about it. Like, I'll tell a story real quick, and I'm going to, I'm going to leave the manufacturer out in order to, uh, uh, allow it to remain nameless. So um, I was talking with a shop owner in St. Louis, and uh, I'm also going to leave him, you know, anonymous too, just so that Dan. No, no, it was okay. not Dan. Okay. Specifically, I want to say it was not Dan. So it was Dan. It was not Dan. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, wink, wink. No, it oh. was not Dan. Oh, it wasn't son of Dan. a bitch. Okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. So I was talking with this this shop owner in not St. Louis. Dan. No, it's not Dan. Okay. And I just want to um, make sure we're clear on that. He was pointing out that he had received a box of cigars that um it's one that they normally carry from a relatively I mean, it's a known manufacturer. It's one that if I said the name, you all would know exactly who I'm talking about. Perdomo. Stop it. <laughs> It's not Perdomo. J.C. Newman. It's not J.C. Newman. Stop it. <laughs> the point is the packaging was different. And so this shop owner reached out to the manufacturer and was like, you know, hey, by the way, I was talking about all kinds of different stuff and said, hey, by the way, I really like the new packaging on the blah, blah, blah. And the manufacturer was like, what are you talking about? 
And he said, well, you know, you've got this different band on it and it's got a different color scheme and whatever. And the manufacturer goes, get that off your shelf right now. Oh, and oh, and he's like, get that off your shelf right now. Oh, Stick no. it away. And he's like, and don't tell anybody you got it. I No confirmation. Nobody said anything. But I'm pretty sure he accidentally got shipped a box of at least Cuban blend. At least Cuban blend cigars. And wow. by mistake. And uh I want to know who it was. I know I do I can tell you every bit of it, but I'm not <laughs> not going to on the cast because, you know, mm-hmm. that would be bad. But that could be bad. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, so no, I mean they're very Don't I mean, tell me because I'll blurt it out. Yeah, no, I I'm I okay. <laughs> then I won't tell you. You'll never know. Okay, good. That's yeah. probably safest for it's all of us. Probably safest. But no, so they're very meticulous about, you know, the whole Cuban blend thing here in the States. So um, I would think that if Vismark has any Cuban tobacco within this, more than likely you and I are not going to be experiencing this exact same cigar no. within the United States. But so far, I'm really happy with it. I'm digging it. So I really like that band <laughs> with the three uh, tobacco leaves on it, too. That's really nice. Yeah, the... Uh, I don't know if yours is Gaspar. Pretty, pretty smooth. Yep. Yeah, this guy's pretty good. I've contacted him a couple times online. Uh, I haven't spoken to him personally, but... Uh, he seems to know his stuff for, for sure. I mean, you got to wonder how how does the government even know? I mean, there's Cuban tobacco in it, right? Is there is there some type of? Uh, you know? I mean, you know, you've got the FDA and they want to know everything. I mean, I guess if you're being completely honest about it, then you would be telling them. But well, and um, the thing is, like, you're not going to put Cuban tobacco in a cigar and not tell people. Oh yeah, True. I mean, you know, what yeah. I mean? that you want to make that a selling point, so yeah, yeah. True. Which at some True. point, if relations ever get normalized, I that there's going to be a lot to unravel there because you've got companies with the same names, you know, their new world yeah. versus Cuba. I mean, the it it's going to open up a whole new can of worms, and especially if that god awful substantial equivalence goes through. Yep, you might be able to get Cuban tobacco and not even use it in your cigars. It's possible. Yeah, this is a mess. I, I've often wondered, uh, like Ortega, or you look at Cahiba, uh, you know, are they affiliated whatsoever? Or they just kind of took the name, you know, took the name away from from everything you know? I've been able to figure out, and and just asking around. No, I don't think there's a really any affiliation at all. I think the no. Cohiba, you know, of Cuba and the Cohiba of America or New World, or, yeah. uh, New World you know, I think are two totally separate entities um, joined only by the fact that people knew the name Cohiba and the uh, in the United States, they just kind of co-opted the, the name and the brand. Same with, uh, what is it, Monte Cristo and uh, Romeo and, you know, all the others. I yeah. mean, I don't think there's, yeah, I don't think there's any real connection between the two. Yeah. So this could be a whole thing. It It's going to be an issue yeah. when it all said and done. You know, I think it's going to be a very confusing uh, web to untangle. Yeah, but for sure. Yep. So, well, interesting. So, Jeff, why don't you tell us a little bit about your trip, man? Did you miss me at all? It's been a very quiet week and a half. I'll say that. I did what I could do uh, fix that today by blowing your phone up. Yeah, today of all days. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. Sent Nick a lot of gifts and memes. All right, and, yeah. moving on. <laughs> anyway, I was having a good time today. Um, no, I uh, I whirlwind trip Kansas City to uh, Denver, 
Went up to Breckenridge up in the mountains. Had a blast. I know I've talked about that. Uh, yeah, we lo- back- you, you, you lost your phone battery. I told right about you when there. I started, I had 9%. So. Yeah, and then you told me middle, you were at 5%. And, you and know. then gone. Yeah. yeah. So, Dwindled rapidly. It's like actually knowing me. It's for the true. Listeners, no, so. I'm, I wasn't joking when My I said always dead. this is what it's like to deal with Gator on a regular basis mm-hmm. is that you call him at any time and he's like, He's like, 2%, talk fast. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. You know? So uh, I, after the wedding, my cousin uh, got married in Breckenridge, and it was a lovely ceremony, and we had a great dinner. I actually headed out that night and drove back to Hayes, Kansas, because I was going to uh, spend a couple of days with my friends in Wichita. So I made it to Hayes, and finally about 4 in the morning gave up and stopped and got a hotel room. Yeah. Just, yeah. And uh, I was I was starting to think this is probably not probably not good. I'm getting tired. Finally. Yeah. So, and it's like uh, you're going to hit something or exactly. someone, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to do that. No. So I pull over at Hayes and stay the night. And I walk in, and the guy at the uh, the guy at the desk at whatever hotel I think it was a Best Western. Um, I walk in, and he goes, "You know, checkouts at 11. <laughs> you know, meaning like you don't have any time. Yeah." And I'm like, can you give me a late checkout? No, no, those are the rules. No. I'm like, okay. So I check in, and it's by the time I get checked in, it's like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. And they're putting out breakfast, so I went over and ate breakfast and then went to bed. What is wrong with you? <laughs> so I get up in the room. Well, I, about 9.30, 10 o'clock, I have to get up and, uh, you know, use, use the facilities. And I just buzzed out at the front desk. I said, can I get a 12 o'clock checkout? Sure. So I just waited for that guy to be gone and asked somebody else. So so when you say use the facilities, you mean? And pee. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. And by facilities, I mean the tub. Gotcha. Okay. So okay. I was trying to keep it polite for Luke here on the show. but Well, now let's. Oh, let's, don't, don't bother. Let's, let's bring this up for a minute. So um, Luke was kind enough to send you a bidet. He was. He was. Yeah, let's talk about the bidet. Okay. I think we should talk about the bidet. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little scared to try to hook it up. I see. Go, go on. It's. <laughs> I know the minute I unhook something, I'm going to cause a leak, and then I'm going to be out a bunch of money because you know Kristen's not going to be very forgiving about me causing a leak in the bathroom, and then I'm going to have to pay to get it fixed. I'm scared to hook it up. I admit it. I see. I see. I mean, um, I don't have my plumber license. Yeah, when the border, well, these are threaded fittings. It's not like you're going to hit solder gun too much here. But uh, <laughs> if you uh, if you want, uh, you know, I'd be more than happy uh, when the border does open and you know we have a stogie one day. Uh, I can hook that up for you, no problem. But I'm, I will take that. I will take the, take that plumbing help. I will do that. I just need you to wash, wash your sink heavily now, if, before, you know, like before I go in there. Yes. Well, and if there are any union plumbers listening to us, just please ignore that. Anyway, I don't want the big rat out in front of the house. Oh, I think that'd be even better. <laughs> that'd be get, even better. Get picketed. Yeah. Oh. Um, that's why I'm not giving up my uh, address. So He's also concerned regarding the temperature of the water. Yeah, I, I don't have a hot water line that's running to the toilet. And if I did, I'd be concerned because I don't want to scald my ass. <laughs> But yeah. I also don't want to, I don't, I'm not sure I want to spritz, you know, cold water up there either. Maybe you'll something need a, like warm range. Yeah, you'll need a Y connection. 
Yes. Or something like that. You, I you'll don't need know to how to do that. that. Yeah. I bought you the base model, I'll be honest with you. Uh, well, you know, yeah, it's what you but, should. Uh, I mean, like, now I've used you it should, a couple of times. You shouldn't have bought him anything. What? So, I've hooked it up to the uh, hose outlet out here and just pooped in the bucket, but I haven't used <laughs> it in the house yet. Oh, my God. Well, as long as it's being used. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've hooked it up to the to the hose here, to the faucet. Okay. Yeah. It right. works. I mean, I wanted to check it out. All right. Well, Okay. You know, the weird thing is I sprayed it probably a little longer than I should have, but I was enjoying it. That That is weird. That is, that is... <laughs> yeah. Well, see, uh... dude, it's cold water that comes out of the faucet out back. Yeah, but it was a hot day. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That hot hose water, man. I know. <laughs> no, you got to watch that. Like when I was a kid, man, you'll scald yourself on one of those old vinyl hoses. Mm-hmm. Turn that thing on and just blisteringly <laughs> hot water comes shooting out the other end. <laughs> That'll do it. So, well, the offer's there, man. There you Probably go. I may, I may I'm take, take you up on it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll Jimmy rig something up. <laughs> All right. Well, see, there a plan is coming together. So, up in Canada, do you guys just sit around and watch? Uh, uh, what is that show that we like? Letter, Letter, Ken- Letter Kenny. Yeah, Letter Kenny. Are you guys just sitting around watching Letter Kenny twenty four seven? You know what? I. I I mean, I, I got three kids, so I don't watch TV too much, but uh, I, I have watched them a couple of times. They're, they're freaking hilarious. <laughs> they uh, really are. <laughs> oh, it's kind of like watching ridiculousness here. That's the only thing that's on MTV anymore. Yeah. There's a, there's another one out in out east. I'm, I'm from there originally, uh, out in uh, Nova Scotia, uh, Trailer Park Boys. Have you guys watched that? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's where the one meme comes from. Yeah. Something's fucky. Something's fucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched that a bunch, but uh, the Letter Kenny guys are they're hilarious. Interesting. But, so, uh, like, I don't know. I don't have a question. I thought I had a question, but I don't know. That Pam Anderson's Canadian. What? That Pam Anderson's Canadian. Sorry about that. Except for Baywatch. I was saying, I'll be ready. Jeff's not sorry about that. He watches a whole lot of Baywatch. I do because it's on Pluto, <laughs> and they have their own channel. It's just Baywatch twenty four seven. Wow. I was a big fan of Yasmin Bleeth. This is what Jeff does with his time. <laughs> Guys, have you missed Gator? Have you have you all missed Gator? All that great all that you great know, I speak I speak from all the listeners right here. We definitely did. Oh I mean we had nothing, nothing against you, sir. Nothing against you. We had all that great cigar talk and everything going on. And just like and now we're talking about Yasmin Bleeth. I bet she hadn't been talked about for a few weeks. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, you gotta you, give her. You, you gotta give Yasmin her due. <laughs> Is she Canadian or American? You know, I hate to say this. I do not know her uh, immigration status. It's not like you have a supercomputer sitting <laughs> literally right in That's front of true. you. <laughs> in the I could look palm it up. of your hand. <laughs> not that it really. I mean, the guy from Austin Powers was Canadian. Yes, because that narrows it down. Austin Powers. Mike Myers. Yeah. Okay. He's Canadian. <laughs> uh, we, we tend to send you. Uh, we send you a lot of comedians for some reason. You really do. That's actually true. Hey, we just lost Norm Macdonald. Yeah, I'm bummed hilarious. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That one stung. Not quite as bad as Phil Hartman. I'm still not over Phil Hartman. Well, okay. So what? What happened to the two of them are far different circumstances. True. You know, I mean, Norm at least lived his life, and you know, yes, he had a dreaded disease that that. To his credit, he kind of kept all that to himself. He did, and you know what he is. 
I mean, good for him. Yep. Nobody needs to know that. Phil Hartman was stolen from us. He was. So I agree with you on that. Yeah, he disappeared, unfortunately. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and, uh, unless anybody has anything specific that they wish to jump on to, um, why don't we go ahead and get into some Ask the Boys? Let's do it. Awesome. All right. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my wiener! You got a question. You ask the apa. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. So, alright guys, it's that time for Ask the Boys this week, and we need your questions, so give us a call at area code 863-874-0000, and uh, we can get your uh, questions featured on the show. So, um... The first call this week, I can tell you right now, guys, um, one person called, looks like about four times in a row. So we've got four messages from whoever this is. And um, so what I'm probably going to do is play the first one so we can identify the caller and maybe see what the situation is. And we'll just kind of work our way through these okay? And, and go from there. So here is our first caller. Hey, boys. This is Big Polka, a.k.a. Christian Collins from Connecticut. Uh, I have a little uh, question here. You know, maybe some clarity on uh, some of the confusion with Gator here. Uh, the Gator's proposing to once a week because he has obligations and places to be, which is understandable. But to my knowledge, isn't the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studio mobile? Does that mean that maybe the studio can follow Gator other than his uh, ex's uh, deck? Just a thought. Maybe a concern. Let me know what you guys think. Stay safe and stay smoky, guys. You You want me to speak to this? Christian brings up a valid point. He does, and I'm going to address it. Okay. The problem is, and and Luke, I'm going to say this right in front of you and all the listeners. So... Nick, I have proposed to do the show over the phone with Nick, and he's told me no, but he'll have co-hosts do it over the phone and not blink an eye. Not That's the problem out with of, the mobile in the mobile studio. Out of full necessity, not preference. I much preferred... What does any of that mean? I much preferred sitting down with Pinky and with um, Christopher than going by phone with Broccoli Rob. I love Broccoli Rob, but you know, I'm sure even what are you he, against Brock? I'm sure even he would agree that it would probably be nicer to sit and do it in person than well, to do it over the phone. But wouldn't it be better to have two a week and maybe one of them on the phone than only have one a week? But what I will say to that is you bring that up, but it's kind of a cop out because you still have other things that you're bitching about though too. I mean I'm always bitching, you know me. I know you. So. Yeah. Sorry, right. Luke, we had to air our dirty laundry in front of you. <laughs> no, that's okay, man. You kind of did it anyways. I mean, where were you reporting from there? From, uh, was it Kansas City? Oh, yes. Yeah, I would say Kansas so City, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. I and like your reporter's voice, by the way. It's pretty serious. And, and I'd like it. to point out, what happened when we did it by phone? Oh, my phone died. So Not, not both times. I mean. That would have been obnoxious. I'm just saying. 
let's be real, that's 50% of the time, you know? So well, let's be honest, that was partially for the skit. No. Anyway, my... I didn't charge it on purpose. You... We, you didn't know it. But, but we but... would run into that. We would run into that problem at least at one point or another. Likely. Yeah. Likely. And then I got to carry the thing on my back fully. I mean, I already carry 90% of it on my back already. You do your part. <laughs> just you do other people's parts. <laughs> I just don't know if I want to be trapped into that because suddenly all I hear is teet, 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 and it's like line is dead. Getting <laughs> <You know? laughs> caught up in a lot of drama here. I can feel it. Oh, dude. A lot of uh, animosities here. Look, Nick. God damn it. <laughs> well, thanks. This is what, this is what he bleeps thanks. all the time on the show. Now I gotta freaking beat that. <laughs> thanks. That was totally that was insider stuff. I'll keep it. I'll keep it low key. <laughs> Why don't we get to the next call here from obviously our boy Christian? Hey boys, it's Big Polka calling in again. Uh, really putting that work in for you guys for uh, ask the boys. Uh, have a uh, random question for you guys. This is a uh, would you rather? Now this goes out to you both. Would you rather walk in on your dad fucking a dog? Or would you rather walk in on your dad being fucked by a dog? Which would you two prefer? As always, stay safe and stay smoky. Oh okay, my so God. Luke, we're, we're going to let you feel that one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you... So, okay. The version of breeding the fifth. Well, so, so, so you also have the Adam Protocol. You do. Yeah. Everybody's made fun of us for implementing the Adam protocol, but there's uh, a reason. Let's be real. It's moments like this that suddenly you're put on the spot and you have to decide which would you prefer seeing well, you know, your dad fucking or getting fucked by a dog. Yeah. So, because uh, my dad most likely will listen to this, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty pumped to be at the show. Uh, Adam protocol. Adam, Adam protocol. protocol. Yeah, Adam protocol. We've got the Adam protocol. Red alert. All right. <laughs> that was a huge. That was a huge quote, Adam. I mean, that, that was yeah, that, that, that question. Yeah, that, that one, especially if your dad's going to listen. I mean, I have that problem all the time. You know, it's like all this wretched stuff comes up, and I keep telling Jeff, I'm like, dude, my dad listens to this show, and he just does not care. And so, no, I get it. I totally get it where you're coming from. So, okay, well. Since the Adam Protocol has been put into effect, you and I are off the hook, too, Jeff. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, Luke. <laughs> All right. You're welcome. Last question here from Christian. Hey, again, guys. It's Big Polka, a.k.a. Christian, calling in again for uh, Ask the Boys here. I'm really asking you guys a lot of questions this week. Uh, another question for the both of you guys. Uh, who do you guys think is uh, wrongfully uh, portrayed as a hero? Uh I'm going to take this one fictionally. Um, in my opinion, it's going to be uh, Peter Pan. So just think about it. He's pretty much a uh, child molester that flies around and uh, just grabs kids and takes them into Never Never Land. And he cut off the hand of Captain Hook, uh, fed it to a crocodile. So not doesn't sound like a great guy. And uh, on top of that, boys, um, Really procrastinating here and uh, struggling with studying for a uh, state licensing exam. And uh, could use uh, some helpful tips on how to study and be more proactive and focused, uh, other than 
bombarding you guys with ask the boys questions. And on a final note, Nick, can I get a 1099 for all these questions I've been putting in? Let me know about that. <laughs> Thanks again, boys. And as always, stay safe and stay smoky. You're going to have to put out a host of those 1099s. There's no 1099 coming for these. So, okay. Um, first of all, where in the hell in the story did Peter Pan molest a child? Yeah, I thought Peter Pan was a kid. I mean, he may have been, like, uh, you know, luring kids to Never Never Land and, like, keeping them young and everything like that. But where in the story did he actually molest one of the one of the lost boys? I'm a little lost on that point. Luke, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't recall. I yeah. don't recall at all. Uh, that. No, no, no. It's no. mostly Disney, Disney product, no? I mean, well, it was a story prior to Disney, but yeah, I mean, well, now, it's definitely been it, Disney-fied. Though. Maybe he knows more than we do. Those Disney-fied stories have really toned down a lot of what went on in those like fairy tale books. Maybe, but I don't know. I would imagine it'd be more the fact they're passing Tinkerbell around. Because you like know, party yeah, favor. Well, you know, you <laughs> dwarves weren't leaving uh, Sleeping Beauty alone, if you know what I mean. The dwarves were hanging with Snow White. Wasn't that Sleeping Beauty? No, Sleeping Beauty had the three witch, or the three fairy ladies. The seven dwarves were hanging with Snow White, but she was sleeping too. After she ate the apple, yeah, and you know they weren't leaving, but it her wasn't alone. Sleeping Beauty. Okay, I get what you're you're trying to spin this to make this to where you Aren't were they cur- the same story. You, no, they're not the same story. Really? Totally different. Yeah, you know they were banging her. That's what I'm saying. It's gross, Jeff. It is. It's gross. I mean, those dwarves. God, they're out of, out of control. They're, they left they're minors, that out. Right? Like they, they live under the earth. They mine for jewels. And uh, not. They're, they're, they're very... Uh, bake el- or, you know, uh, they're, bake they're cookies pretty and Yeah. Yeah. That's, now, you're, now you're mixing it up good. I was going to say, <laughs> he just cannot keep his elves straight. or dwar- Not even elves. <laughs> dwarves. I mean, you can't keep anything straight here. Yeah. Wasn't Peter Pan... Uh, Peter Pan was like written something about... Explain childhood death or like coping with childhood death or something. Oh, I remember oh, God. I'm not Someone your Google's my, my search up there, but I uh, something something revolving around that. Okay, hold Je- on. Jeff's hitting the Googles. Uh, in the meantime, um, you know, as for study tips for Christian and his uh, state exam, Ginkgo um, biloba. My my advice to you, buddy: C's get degrees. Just do the best you can. <laughs> nice. I, I would say, uh, you know, narcotics. Uh, anything, anything that would keep you up at night. You know like what? Cocaine product. I like this. I like Europe, this. Uh, something, uh, you know, coffee. How about coffee? Mm. That that that's you know better than cocaine. I mean, I should have went back. More legal. Went backwards in More legal than cocaine, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, oh, it's, it's illegal there. Cocaine? Yeah. Not in... Uh, I mean, not in Hollywood. Yeah, I was going to say not out in uh, Portland. Well, that's true. Depending upon what state you're in, I guess, you know, technically you've got immunity depending on whatever. But yeah, true. so... Let's see it's, here. It's okay, so up. what am I looking up? I guess University of Portland. Uh, yeah. Uh, Peter Pan. What was the, 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 like, theme or what was the, you know, kind of... Peter Pan Origins. Overall theme of the original peter pan story okay so the original story and not the peanut butter okay in the original story and this is blackpoolgrand.co.uk i don't i guess i'm Dear God. gonna go with that it's the first thing that popped up so peter is the villain oh my god kidnapping young children from their bed 
He's right. Okay. Uh, the the little white bird is a semi semi autobiographical tale, uh, considering or considered to be thinly veiled novel by George Lewin Davies, one of the boys who inspired uh, Barry's Lost Boys. Huh. Well, that's, he was kidnapping children, but what? that's not how the Disney movie played it. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. They changed those stories up a lot. So, okay, so I have a little more on this. So this is historybytheday.com. The original story was written by a man, J.M. Barry, who had an unsettling obsession with young boys. The author was six years old when he lost his 13-year-old brother, so Luke, you were right here, and he couldn't cope with the trauma. Uh, He couldn't grasp the idea um, that he would continue to grow and his brother wouldn't, and that's basically where the story came from. Okay. So they went into Neverland where they never grew up. They just stayed the same age. That's, that makes can sense. We, uh, can we agree with the uh, number uh, or the B? Can we agree with the second one? I, I I'm going to go with the second one. The second. I'd much prefer Luke's theory about the you know not coping with death than than well, and child it's a, molestation. It's a, it's a mix of both. The oh. way it reads, yeah, interesting. I I'll be honest. That's the first I've ever realized that. Now I will tell you. He wants to know a hero. You know, a fictional hero that isn't a hero. I'm going to name one, and I think Nick and I may come to blows over this, Luke, so you may get to watch us have a throwdown. Star-Lord. Yeah, wait. Star-Lord. No, I'll give you that. Star-Lord messed it up. They almost had the gauntlet off of Thanos, and he started punching Thanos, and he shook uh, the, the girl with the tentacles loose that had him in the trance. Well, now, okay, here's my thing. You haven't been watching What If on Disney Plus. No, but there would have never been the snap if they'd gotten the gauntlet off of him at that point. To which my point is, if Doctor Strange would have made one of those little like portal things and just cut his head off, a wrap either Thanos' head or his hand. Yeah, he could have just taken care of it. Yeah, just thrown the gauntlet into a whole. Nother- I blame. I blame yeah. Doctor Strange. Okay, That's there's a me. lot of blame to go around with the Avengers. I think so. Yeah, I think so. But. That was... In hindsight. That was nerdy. That was incredibly nerdy, Jeff. <laughs> that was nerdy. I don't know. Um. Anyway, but no. Do you have any study tips for Christian? Ginkgo biloba. <laughs> Ginkgo. And ginseng. Ginkgo biloba. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, use some things that are good for the memory. Ginseng's really good for Mnemonic devices. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Michael Scott. He can make a mnemonic device about Moldy. whatever he's... You know. <laughs> Baldy. Exactly. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway. That was a good offer to reference. I'm proud of you. So, okay. Moving on to the next question here. Nick. Gator. What's up? This is Frank from Jersey. My question is, with the new Matrix film coming out, would you take the red pill or the blue pill? I would take the blue pill. I do not want to miss out on my cigars, whiskey, and steak. Quick question. That's it. That's all I got. Maybe I'll have more. Who knows? Maybe I'll call back. Who knows? Stay smoky. Well, thanks, Frank. And um, I don't know. For me, that's an easy one. I'm, I'm blue pill all the way. I don't need to know what's on the other side of the matrix. Yeah, so the, uh, Sarah, was the blue pill wakes you up? So the red pill wakes you up? The red pill, I think, wakes you up. 
the blue pill keeps you in the yeah. in the matrix there. That's a, that's a tough one. I mean, uh, when he said cigar, is is a good chance if you wake up, they're gonna roll stogies. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd, I'd 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 stay asleep. Blue pill. That's that's my thing. Jeff, red pill. I knew you would. I just, you know what? I want to get in the fight. No, I'm I'm kind of like I'm perfectly happy in my own little bliss. I don't I don't need to know. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah, so um, you know. Uh, perfect garden, everything you wanted to do. You could na- be naked all day long, or you uh, again open it up and uh, there's no gardens to be had. And no, well, they'd be naked. They'd be naked, you for sure. But just with uh, with uh, guns and karate fights. Well, and and naked in the cave system because don't they have the big rave party in the cave or whatever? Which one was that? Was that Matrix Two or Three? I have no idea. I've never watched them. I've only seen the sequels once. I the saw fir- the first. First one yeah. is really good. The sequels I thought were kind of subpar, but there's something to be said. I'm for scared of the scared of the new one. I'll be honest with you. You're scared of it? I just like you know the first one is kind of a masterpiece of a, of a I know of a movie. You know, Morpheus. I know. Well, and that's the problem with Hollywood, man. They just they keep going back to the same old stuff instead of. I mean, the Matrix was an original idea, an original property that came out and everything. I mean, it all starts somewhere. And then, you know, now they've milked it to death with, well, there was the Animatrix, the anime thing that they did, and then there were the two sequels and all that. So, I mean, it's like... Not unlike what Marvel and uh, Star Trek are doing with the animated series, milking it? There's, I mean, there's an argument to be made. Yeah. Yeah. But, you no, know. No, Jeff, I got I to ask you this. Uh, Jeff, uh, since you're a huge Back to the Future fan, <laughs> how about that? that? That screams remake. Hmm. You know, maybe maybe in a modern twist, oh, maybe or even, or even number four, a little cameo appearance. I don't know. I don't like that idea. The, the problem is, and I still stand by this, they did not stand the test of time. You're just wrong. Those movies I, tested, are... I tested that recently. I've tested it recently with, uh, we, we rented a cottage up in, uh, up in northern Ontario here and uh, pretty secluded and brought a couple of movies up with us and one of which being uh, back to the future and uh even my wife who had never seen it before she, you know uh my, my my son they they were blown away they loved it i mean the, there's the whole obviously the 80s slash uh back to the 50s reference but it'd be cool to do one maybe 80s to you know 2020 you know that kind of uh, kind of thing yeah but then it's just doc brown running around with a mask on telling everybody to vaccinate <laughs> I mean, you know, who great wants, Scott. Who wants to see that? Don't <laughs> go to 2020. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, was there anything else we needed to cover out of that question? We all answered. I two, think, I think two, we all answered. Two blue pills to a red pill. Yep. I think that was how that went down. Although the garden uh, does sound nice. I mean, I don't know. There's, there's something to be said for the blue pill there. All right. So before we move on, I think, I, you know, I. I but yeah, before we move on, let's talk about the Vismark cigars here, the Maduro. I'm down. Uh, I'm in the uh, kind of bulbousy part of the Figurado here. Yeah. And um, dude, I'll tell you what, it's maintained. It's um, kind of my mild plus medium, light medium kind of uh, body to it. Um, flavor wise, it's been really good. Um, kind of a little bit of flora, a little bit of earthy, a little bit of chocolatey. Um, I haven't done a retro hail in a little bit. Drawn it's been really good. The ash, man, this ash holds on super tight. Yep. What have you been getting on yours? This uh and like I said, it was a uh, shade grown Connecticut. It was I 
we we determined we don't think it was a Churchill, but it is a longer cigar, mm-hmm. and uh, it's smoking like a champ. I'm maybe halfway through, and I've really been enjoying the cigar. I'd say there might be just a hint, light hint of pepper that has just crept into the retro hail. Um, this further up on the uh, on the cigar, there, it's not quite as uh, just. Uh, <laughs> Coffee. It's not the coffee kind of thing going on before. Yeah. What happened to you on this trip, man? Okay, I can explain this. <laughs> and I've bitched about it on the last two shows. But it was being up in the mountains. Like, I couldn't get air. Well, I had in the no idea. Anymore. I know, you're, but I'm still you're in having... The, you're in the fruited plains. I got my can of boost air in the house. <laughs> I probably should go get it. That's an amazing little invention, by the way. Have you ever heard of that before no, I brought it up I to you? I can't say as I have. So all over in Colorado, they sell these cans of air called Boost. And it's just like you're buying an empty can because there's no weight to it. But, of course, it's filled with air. And that thing saved my life a couple of times. Okay. Because, like, did a little, very little bit of hiking. But if I hadn't you? had that with me. Well, yeah. I was in Colorado. You know, man, if you'd Rome. have done some hiking here, you might have done better there. That's all I'm saying. It's fat crack. It's fat crack. <laughs> Pot calling the kettle fat. I'm just saying, you know. Well, I'm not the one going up to the mountains. That's true. I was in the. I was at one point. I was at ten thousand feet. Good God. Yeah. It was. It was. It was amazing. The views were beautiful. The landscape. The trees were starting to turn. I mean, not the, the cedars and pines, but the the tree. There were trees that were starting to turn. It was just really majestic. Really beautiful. And like I said, if I hadn't bought a couple of cans of that Boost Air, I'd have been in real trouble. All right, then. I didn't even know they were a thing till I got there. So, Luke, what are you getting on your uh, your your? You have a Partagas, you said. Yes, yes. Um, just medium stick. Um, it's creamy. It's um, you know. I mean, give it another go here. And what are you drinking over? Mild. What am I drinking? Yeah. Um, I, I my uh, my father in law is a uh, Italian. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he immigrated from Italy. So we make uh, we make wine uh, every year. Oh, very cool. Oh, nice. I've done that a couple of times. Yeah, it's, it's very integral. Yeah, it's it's from grapes, so it's not from the well. Eventually, you get to the juice part, but you you know you start off with the grape and then go from there. But this sticks good. I mean, I, I um, not that I don't like Cubans. I don't like kind of smoking them because of what's going on down there. I don't want to feed feed the fire. If you know what I mean. I totally get it. Yeah, I get that. But I uh, you know it was just kind of a special occasion here, so I went and splurged. But uh, it's it's got it's got some some baker's notes, uh, you know. It's a smooth, creamy, medium cigar. Uh, I'm going through it pretty fast, probably because might be a little nervous being with you guys. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the wine no the wine thing nervous. is cool, man. The yeah, uh, the wine thing. Is cool. I've made blackberry, and I've made blueberry, and I made okay. So I don't know if you have these trees up there, but we have sassafras trees in southern Illinois. And when you dig the roots, like in the winter, you can make tea out of it. And I actually boiled a bunch of the roots down and made sassafras wine. And it it was almost like a uh, like a root beer wine. It was really cool. Yeah, we we do have uh, we're, the the area we're in here is called the Carolinian, uh, as far as the the, the 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 woods are concerned. But uh, we do have sassafras. I use it a lot. I make filet powder and stuff. And oh yeah. I've never used the roots, uh, but I'll I'll check into that for sure, man. That's a good idea. You should. We, try we do it. have them. Yeah, you should try that. There's a red and a white sassafras. The red makes better tea, um, but you boil the roots up. I usually boil them once and kind of drain it off, and that gets all the dirt and impurities out. And then it'll make this like almost like a burgundy tea that you drink, and it's real spicy. It's it's really interesting. 
but I grew up drinking it. My grandma introduced me to it and been doing it ever since. Awesome. And speaking of teas, um, obviously I live in a cross-border town. As, and as, as a kid, you guys mentioned unsweetened tea all the time. Yep. Uh, as a kid going over in Detroit, you know, we'd go, my mom would throw me in the car, we'd go fuel up because, uh, you know, it's a fraction of the cost, fill up the old Dodge. And um, we'd always, uh, you know, end up at a fast food joint or something, and I'd always order iced tea. And um, I loved it, man. I loved, the, I, lo- I loved like, natural iced tea it's, or, like, just natural tea, you know, cold tea. Yep. So good, man. And I, I, I got to try that, uh, the one you recommended, a brew in the sun. Oh, the sun tea. Oh, the sun tea works yeah. great. Yeah, it. I'll do that out here on the deck. And basically, you just get like a gallon, you know, like mason jar, which, I mean, I've got those growing up on the farm. They're all over the place. And uh, you just put the put six or eight tea bags in it, put the lid back on it. I'll even throw some mint, um, you know, or other, other uh, herbs out of the garden in there and just let it kind of do its thing and let the, the, the sun's thermal rays take care of it and brew it up. Have you ever, I got to ask you this though, have you ever mistakenly uh, drank uh, one of these, you know, uh, mason jar teas and it ended up being your urine from the back porch? No, but I have the jug right oh, here. Oh God, no, don't. No, 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 no. Oh go. my God. You're a liar. <laughs> no, I swear to God, dude. No. You're lying to me. No. Oh God. Oh. There's another one. <laughs> oh God. This is not, this is not happening. No, it's true, man. That He's got. <laughs> Did I slosh them on you? Sorry, oh, Nick. You've got what? Is that a third one too? Yeah. He's got three I, of them back I'm here. A, I use it in I'm my compost. Visiting, yeah. I'm never crossing your state lines again. Dude, every, <laughs> everyone thinks that he's joking, but like, hand of God, it's, it's really. Why would I joke about it's, that? It's real. Listen, the, the color of that, man, you gotta, you know, your water intake increases dramatically. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the problem. He is showing. You want to smell it? No. I mean, dude, you were super unhealthy. You were so beyond dehydrated. It's not even funny. That, like, the first time I came out here, Luke, I was like, why is there a jug of apple juice out here? <laughs> or, like, apple cider. And uh, he's like, that's here, not have a, a swig. He's like, that's not apple cider. And then he tells me what it is. And I'm like, dude, you need to go to a doctor. <laughs> like, that's that's not That's, that's thick. That's thick. Yeah, <laughs> it's like chainsaw real thick, you know? <laughs> it's true. It's oh, not good. God. You're really sick, man. I don't, I don't feel so good. I do not feel good here. <laughs> no, no. Imagine being like less than six feet away from it. You yeah. know, it's it's unsettling. Hey, but, it gets rid of the moles. God, I mean, oh. uh, dude, yeah, you need to see a doctor. But anyway, all right, well, we'll move on to another question here. <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, this is Kingston, cop from Wyoming. I will try and enunciate better this time, so... Bear with me. Uh, I do have a question. A friend of mine at work gave me a Cuban cigar. It's a Cohiba. Uh, my question about that one is, I've only started smoking cigars about six months ago. Still trying to develop my palate, obviously. What should I expect out of a Cuban that's so different? Uh, and should I wait a little bit longer until my palate's more developed and I'm a more mature person? Uh, second part of this is going to be, I've been looking at tickets and whatnot for the Riverman event. It's going to be a little pricey, but uh, I got everything in my cart. Probably a couple grand by the time I rent car and uh, rent the car and get the flight and all that. I like to fly first class, obviously. Um, so, But before I pull the trigger, I just want to make sure, Nick, if you don't mind calling me back with a place where I can send my receipt so you can uh, reimburse me for all that. And I do appreciate you letting 
everyone stay at your place. That's so kind. I, we've never met, obviously, but it's going to be a great pleasure to meet you. Um, but again, just send me your, um, give me your phone number, maybe give me a call back and I'll just send those receipts to you and you can get those paid for. That'd be great. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's just a long way. I've never been to a cigar lounge, you know, living in Wyoming. So it'd be my first time. And again, can't say thank you enough, Nick, to, for, for willing, being willing to, uh, purchase such a, such a large ticket item. I am willing to fly business class um, if that's kind of a make or break for you. But uh, yeah, stay smoky. Thanks for answering all my questions and have a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. Bye-bye. Now, now, Luke, back me up on this. Wouldn't it just make more sense for Nick to buy the tickets for him? I'm not doing any of that. The receipt? No, I'm not I'm doing just, it. I'm blown away. I'm just blown away. I, uh, you know, <laughs> this is like amazing. I, you know what? There is a loophole. I can, I can make it there. Uh, you know, from Canada, but I got to fly out of Canada uh, and do a bunch of like a couple seventy-two hour tests, whatever. So this is happening. It's happening, man. I appreciate it. I'm not. I'm not paying for flights. I don't have. Of I don't have the money for this. Flyer miles you're going to accumulate. I get it, but I don't have the money for this. You people, <laughs> you don't seem to understand. <laughs> All right. So the generosity of the man sitting next to me I like- is. Un- unparalleled. I like the actual oh. question that we need to address, and I like the fact that it came up now when we have Luke on the line. That's true. Who actually can smoke Cubans and is smoking can, Cuban? Can I jump in and say something first? Mm-hmm. And Luke may not have to worry about this in Canada. There's a good chance that that's a counterfeit cigar, depending um, on where he bought it. It's possible. But- I have I have one that a dear friend of mine got me on. A trip that she took to Mexico. It's a counterfeit. I can tell you by looking at the band, it's a counterfeit. So I yeah. might have a good cigar aficionado really look that band over well to make sure that it's an actual Cuban band and not a reprint. Yeah, it's a toughie, man. The Cuban world, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a heavily wanted cigar, obviously for embargo reasons. But um, if you're buying it off the beach, if you're buying it even in the hotel, uh, if you're buying it, in, in Mexico, uh, yeah. it's, it's, almost, it's almost a guarantee that, uh, I mean, there, there, there's even probably cigar shops in Cuba that, uh, that will not sell you a legitimate, uh, they'll sell you Cuban tobacco, though, you know, most likely, you know, cause they're not going to import tobacco from another country to sell you a fake cigar, but it, it won't be that, uh, what you're looking for, that's for sure. So, okay, though, so assuming that he does have a real Cohiba. I would get it legitimized by someone that knows. I get that. Yeah. But, but and nothing just, against your friend. It just, it's very hard uh, to find people, real yeah. ones. But, but for the sake of conversation here, assuming he has a real Cuban cigar. Yes. Um, Luke, what sort of like things should he be looking for within that cigar? And then in turn, um, you know, he asked, maybe should he wait to smoke it until he has a more refined palate and everything like that? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, he's very welcome to DM me if some photos. I can bring them that way. But if you look into, uh, you know, he, a, um, a cabinet with Cuban tobacco, they, they tend to have a very specific uh, color tone uh, and quality to them. Obviously, the band uh, will will determine whether or not um, it's it's real or fake. But as far as him smoking it, 
uh, as a novice, as he calls himself, um, jo- join in, man. You got to, you know, try that out part of the palate, man. Just try try a Cuban cigar, if it, if it is a Cuban cigar, in fact. A lot of times on Cubans, what, floral notes? Seems like floral notes. Uh, the few that I've had. Yeah, I mean, they, they do. There is a, a, a variety. I compare Cuban cigars to, like, say, Nicaraguan and Dominican to, like, you know, if you if you buy a champagne, um, you know, in from from France and the region of Champagne, where you know there's going to be some fluctuations, but it's 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 champagne, and then there's other countries that make sparkling wines that are called sparkling wines that you know kind of like throw it overboard a bit. So like like Nicaraguan and New World stuffs very uh, extreme, um, and almost like. Like, you know, craft beers where it's like just like really powerful notes on in every direction. Where Cubans are like kind of like uh, they do have a variety of their own, and if you smoke Cubans purely, um, you're going to see that variety. But if you're just throwing in a, uh, a Drew Estate in there, or a CEO or a Rocky Patel or whatever you're smoking, um, there's no there's no comparison, right? They're they're completely on a different uh, flavor note, you know. Okay. But to to get you know, and they obviously there's a the tremendous expense. Uh, Cuban tobacco is very expensive, and the people that make them the tobacco and stuff uh, don't see that money. That's for sure. All right, amen. So, Nick and I have been in the room with a bale of Cuban tobacco. Yeah, they have one down at wow. the J.C. Newman factory. One pre-embargo, pre-embargo bale. Yep. Yeah, that's a place I have to go, man. Oh, so dude, have, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I go to Florida once a year with, uh, with my family, and then I go uh, with my fishing boys. We go down to uh, Naples to do uh, some saltwater fishing. Mm. And uh, man, we got to make that trip. I want to check out Ebor City big time. Oh, oh it's, it's wonderful! It's a great time. Yeah. So okay, so you know, I guess final recommendation, dude, just light it up, just smoke it, see what you think of it. And uh, send me the photo. Send me the band photo. I was send gonna, me, uh, yeah, uh, the band's going to be critical yeah. to this. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, if it's an obvious fake, yeah, then I, you know, the one that I have in here, and I couldn't bring myself to tell the person that gave it to me. Yeah, but I know it's fake by looking at the band and the size of the cigar. Did they misspell Cohiba? <laughs> no, but the it's a Cohibo. Yeah, the, I got you an authentic yeah. Cohibo. The amount of <laughs> the uh, little squares on the band, like there's so many lines of squares, that's yeah. off. And it's also a larger ring gauge, which I don't believe normally comes out of Cuba. Yeah, they do have some larger ones, but one of the problems we're having here is that uh, you know they're they're wrapping our bands with like a like a generic brown band. Yeah, with, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah, it's so that's easily easily counterfeited. I mean, I could do that in my basement, no problem. And there is a band underneath it at this point. So when you do remove that band, you can see the original band, but if that drops off and it's this pure brown band with a white lettering you're gonna you're gonna see some some major issues with uh proving that it's whether it's counterfeit or not well and luke you mentioned something earlier um about they wouldn't bring tobacco in from somewhere else i contend that i think that's what the thefts in florida are i think they're probably taking those cigars and rebanding them as cubans maybe fake cubans or not fake cubans and reselling them i think that's where those cigars are going from florida that are being stolen you have a criminal mind, sir. That mm. goes without saying. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> so. Hey, you believe it too. 
I mean, I don't think it's the Cuban government doing it. How do we know that? Well, it's valid, but... I'm I wouldn't trust him for anything. Okay, well. All right, well, moving on. We got two more questions here, so moving on to the next question. Afternoon, gents. Barbells and beers here. Shout out to the parishioners. Got a question for you. What cigar surprisingly exceeded your expectations that you smoked this year? And a follow-up to that is what cigar surprisingly did not meet your expectations? I got a few hashtags for you from uh, today's episode on Friday, 9-17. Hashtag my bum is numb since Gator couldn't feel hot water on his butthole. <laughs> Hashtag golden shower. Hashtag trash gator. Hashtag congrats, Rob. New cigar lounge. Hashtag everybody loves pinky. We'll talk to you all soon. Glad to see that uh, Mick is taking care of everyone's expenses at this uh your second annual Rivermen Festival. Or we're calling it Bishop Fest. So thanks again, Nick. I might have to make the trek up there too. Uh, so uh, see if you could flip my flight out there. <laughs> that would be nice. You guys stay smoky. And Gator, let us know how um, Teddy's meat is. Look forward to the, your response. I'll I can't to wait later, to try guys. Bye. Son of a bitch, I'm not paying for everyone's travel to come to this thing. I mean, I just I I can't afford to pay for everyone's travel to this thing. Um God well, why anyway, did you put it out there? I didn't. I never once did. I'm pretty sure if we go back it's on the table. I'm pretty sure I never once yeah, did. I, I, I just sealed the deal like like when I was talking to you guys, I like ordered up my tickets, I'm good God, to go. Damn, now I got international flights. <laughs> It's out of Toronto. It's, it, should be, it should be okay. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, all right. So his question is, uh, what cigar that we smoked this year that actually uh, exceeded our expectations and which one um, fell short? In terms of me, I don't – for this year, I can't really necessarily say, but when the one that comes immediately to mind that exceeded my expectations is the uh, – Romeo y Julieta, Reserva Real, Nicaragua. Okay. I've been smoking that thing like a chimney lately. You bought boxes of those. I mean, I have bought boxes of those. And yes, I think they technically came out last year. But um, when I when I first saw it, I mean, let's be real. It's a, it, you know, it's a Romeo and it's, it's, got, a it's got a blue band yeah. on it and whatever. But holy crap. There's so much to that cigar. Yeah. There's so much flavor, so much spice, and it's it's by I broccoli Rob and I have talked about it, a couple other people and I've talked about it. It's the best Romeo y Julieta that I feel is on the market right now, and I have been smoking it so much, and honestly, it it far exceeded my expectations. You know the one that blew me away? What? The fine and rare. It's an well, Alec Bradley, right? Yeah, but I would hope that that one would blow would blow no, you away. I thought it was. I thought there was a lot of hype to it, and I didn't think it was going to be that good. And it was probably to date the best cigar I've ever smoked in my life. Okay, and it I, that's the thing. I went into it thinking, oh, there's no way this is that good. It was that good. Okay, 
So yeah, it it was one of those where I thought it was overhyped and it was not. So Luke, do you have any cigars that uh, exceeded your expectations? Uh, I mean, uh, definitely Aroa. The Aroa twenty next twenty years is called. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that that blew my mind. Uh, I had a it was a it was Petit Corona or I think it was a Corona. Um, I think I reviewed it maybe like I don't know a month ago, two months ago. That 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 blew my mind. I was. Uh, just straight up uh, flavor, um, perfect, perfect, perfect cigar, perfect brim. That's awesome. Sorry, I was doing a retro hail. I saw um, that. And uh, oh, careful. I, I, careful. I'm be I was saying that spice is lingering on the nostrils there. On I'm going to be honest here, and somebody can put that on their bingo card. <clears throat> I don't really want to dog on anybody's cigar. Like, yeah. I, I can't. There's not one that comes to mind that just shanked it. No. Um, and that's the thing. I'd have to really be reaching to come to one that it, to answer that. Somebody just threw something at us here on the deck. What the hell just dropped on the, yeah. I don't say something just fell. I don't yeah. even know what that was. I'd have to really be, like, really stretching uh, to come up with one that well, and the, didn't meet expectations. The problem is they're handmade cigars. And let's say that I got one of whatever company, whatever manufacturer, and I happen to get a bad one. I'm not going to go back and get another one, but that doesn't mean those cigars are bad. I just may have gotten a bad cigar. Well, maybe you should go back and get another one. Maybe the argument is that if you get one that's bad, the first one that's bad, maybe you should go back and get at least one more just to that's give it another try. That's not how my mind works. Well, obviously. Yeah. But Luke, how about you? Uh, any Anything just jump out that didn't, uh, didn't look no, you what had, you wanted? You read my mind, man. It's not, not, not a cigar that, it, you know, I, I, I'm not into that, you know, like, uh, I had, a an art teacher way back in high school that always said that even if you hate the art piece, there's something to be, you know, good, good to say, uh, to say about it. So, I mean, uh, I don't want to dumb down, like you said, dumb down any, any cigar manufacturer. There's a lot of variances. And if you don't enjoy something, it's canoeing heavy or it's uh, a little overly charred at first, you might have torched it a little too hard or whatever. But yeah, I'd rather concentrate on on the on the mind blowers. No, nope. I agree. I think that's fair. Yep, good point. So okay, so we've kind of kind of walked away from that last one, but that's all right. It's it's fine. And I like some of his hashtags. Oh yeah, yeah. Apparently, you must have really been dogging on me. I need to go back and listen to that episode. We really weren't. Okay, but you know, I guess you take it that way. So well, there's a hashtag now. I mean, that, that's what everybody took away from it. Mm-hmm. So I guess whatever. All right, we got our final question here for this week's Ask the Boys. Hey, guys, it's Rob. Wanted to uh, congratulate Broccoli on his uh, new adventure here, opening up his own shop, and and wish him all the best of luck. Uh, And Nick, over the last couple episodes, talking about the Yagua got me to thinking, would you classify yourself as like a – uh, specialty limited re- release hunter. Like, do, do you really just go around trying to find all the special limited? Uh, if you do, why? If you don't, why not? Love to kind of hear your thoughts about that. And just wanted to give you a heads up. I do have all of my clothing and belongings and humidor packed. So I am all set to move in with you after the Riverman, Riverman event. I already got my mail forwarded, so uh, just want to say I look forward to my new roommate and uh, stay safe and stay smoky. Damn! Now they're moving in with me. <laughs> um, 
No, you shouldn't have put it out. There. I didn't put it out there anyway. Um, I wouldn't classify myself as like a limited edition hunter necessarily. If I see one in my travels around to the shops that I I go to, then I would consider picking one up just to just to give it a try. But um, I wouldn't necessarily say that I like am on the hunt specifically for like a limited edition release. You I, know? I will tell you when I was at Diebel's in Kansas City. Yeah. They have, you've been in that humidor. Yes. They have different cigars than we have here in St. Louis. They do. And I did go around and look for things that I couldn't get here. That's, yeah. I mean, but that's not the same thing as necessarily what he's saying. He's saying that like, you know, when a manufacturer puts out 500 boxes of one cigar, are you like going around to every shop and being like, I need, you know, do you have this? Do you have this? You know, that kind of thing. It's like, you know, with the Yagua, um, you know, I knew Dan was getting some in, so I yep. knew I was going to be able to get access to some. Um, you know, obviously a couple other places around got it, got it in. And, you know, that's one that because I encountered it last year and I encountered it readily enough that I was able to pick up multiple of them and try it, I knew it was one that I liked. So it was one that, but when it came out this year, I pounced on that it. That cigar is also not a hype. That is the real deal. True. But then there's other ones that come out. You know, I mean, like, let's say, um, you know, going back to uh, Luke's point earlier about the Aroa, uh, the Hill just recently got in the uh, Aroa um, PCA exclusive cigar. The one oh, that yeah. you can only get at the PCA trade show. And, you know, I saw it there, and I won't lie, I thought about picking one up. Um, I still very well may go back and pick one or two up, um, but uh, at the time, when I was looking at it, I was picking up a few other cigars, and given the price point of that Aroa PCA exclusive, I chose to um, to to leave it behind. You know, Fair not, not, not because I don't think it's good. I'm sure it's probably a wonderful cigar. But, but if you were, you know, if you were in Kansas City or in Indianapolis or Chicago or somewhere else and found yeah. it, you probably would have bought it thinking you couldn't get it back here. Well, and also um, when I'm off on trips like that, you know, I'm a little bit more freewheeling with the cash. You yeah. know, it's like I've got, you know, my my cash reserves built up and everything. So, yeah, I might I might have considered it then. But, yeah, I I. Well, yeah, I mean, when you go to uh, other locations, you're looking in the humidor for things you don't see on the regular yeah. at home. So, no, that that's valid. But I don't necessarily know if I classify that as, like, limited edition hunting. It's just one of those things. Yep. So, Luke, what do you think there? Uh, we, get, we get some limited stuff. Um, I mean, uh, uh, my, my brick, I got to give a shout out to my brick and mortar, uh, Havana Palace. Uh, I picked up this, uh, this Pardiga there today. Um, but I mean, the Yagua, I, I can't get here. So, uh, another, another shout out, another shout out to Wolfie, uh, 1911, I believe, out of, out of uh, Ohio. Good, good guy, man. Uh, he, he hooked me up. He sent one down. Oh, nice. I'm going to review that. Yeah. I mean. Oh, you haven't smoked uh, it yet. What's that? Uh, you have not smoked yeah, it yet. Yeah, I haven't smoked it yet. Not yet. Um, just waiting to kind of like make sure the humidity is cool on it from traveling. But I mean, uh, yeah, I'm search. I'm search for that. But I'm search of like stuff that's just offbeat, right? Like uh, stuff you can't get, 
or hard to get or just isn't uh, on mainstream, like isn't uh, available to uh, most retailers. So that's kind of like your online, not online as in big box online, but like uh, online where you have to uh, directly contact them. Uh, one guy I contacted with Mavros, Mavros Cigars, it was a puro Mexican cigar. Uh, contacted them, tried to get a stick to review, and, and I ended up uh, getting one. That kind of stuff. I'm just looking for stuff that's just almost unavailable to brick and mortars. Although I do still shop there for sure. I don't know if you heard the episode a couple of weeks back with uh, Geronimo Cigars, but man, you need to look into that. He's down there in Ebor City, and uh, you, you see if you yeah, can get your hands on on uh, one of the Geronimo cigars. Geronimo. I would, I would love to if you uh, maybe maybe uh, use your powers of the pulpit. <laughs> Help me out, bud. Uh, that'd be awesome. All right, we can. Well, when you're staying at his house next week, you can. Uh, you know, I don't have any. Oh, I thought you had some in the humidor. Nick, no, Nick. To be honest, I make I make a mean breakfast, Nick. I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, okay, now, now, now you're talking. Work, if if I'm going to end up having all these people trying to crash with me, at least, you know, start telling me, like, what your valuable, what you're bringing to the what, table. What you're bringing to the table. Yeah. What valuable skills are you bringing to yeah. the table here? Well, and, I, and, I, and, I stop at breakfast, and, you know, I I, I, I might cuddle, you know, like a, like what's <laughs> going on. But uh, uh, we just it depends. We just crossed a creepy line there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are all going to have to cuddle I, with as I, many people in that little house. Dude, I'm not cuddling with the parishioners. Like four or five to a bed. Not cuddling with the parishioners. No, no. You're taking a loan, buddy. You're taking a big loan. <laughs> no joke. He's uh, writing a check. His ass can't cash. I'll tell you that. That's for goddamn sure. So, Luke, I, just just to circle back here as we finish up, ask the boys in in your local humidor there, and you said it was Havana. Havana Palace. Havana Palace. So, do they sell the Cuban cigars next to the New World cigars? Are they all mixed together? Do they have them separated? How does that work up there? Uh they kind of get organized. Um, they they do have the Cubans all in one chunk, kind of thing. Uh, but on each end is your New World stuff. So you have uh, everything under the sun. Everything they they provide. Eli, the guy, that guy's name's Eli, and his dad uh, uh, Caesar. Super helpful. Helpful. They also have uh, some uh, house rules, and some of them are actually Cuban. He, uh, I believe Caesar goes to the uh, Cuban Cigar Fest every year, except for probably the last couple. And, uh, yeah, it's just like um, they, try, they try to section them off a little bit. You know, they'll have a section for for your uh, uh, your daily smokes, your affordable smokes, and then they go into that. Very cool. Yeah. I wasn't sure how that worked up there, so that's, yeah, that's cool good to know. Because I know in Europe, some of the shops, if they're a uh, Habano shop, they can only sell Cuban, right? Is I am I wrong there? That's yeah, but that's like the branded yeah. Habano shops. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't know if that was a. We had a Habano shop in in Windsor, Ontario. Um, it's uh, fixing that up, but yeah, they can only sell Cuban there. They're uh, Casa Habano, you know, from from Cuba. Um, but I don't know if they're going to open or not. Okay. Whatever. Interesting. Well, all right. Well, that's been uh, this week's Ask the Boys. You guys can get your uh, questions into us by giving the hotline a call at area code 863-874-0000. All right. Well, 
as we come back, why don't we give uh, some thoughts on the cigars here? We have the uh, cigars from Vismark Cigars. I have the Maduro, and I am pretty much down to the absolute nub on this thing. I just finished up on uh, mine. And I'll tell you what, it's been good all the way through. I have enjoyed it. Um, The uh, Retro Hell. Careful. Careful now. I I need to hit it with a little bit more fire in order to get enough. Yeah, mine got peppery there at the end, um, but it was a very, very good cigar. Do this without hopefully roasting my fingers. Yeah. He normally likes me to talk during this point. Oh, God. <laughs> that was me. He, he warned you. Oh, God. Luke told you. know you. what? It's amazing, to, uh, it's amazing to actually see it, though. Oh, <laughs> you know? God. No, that was me. I, I didn't think I drew enough to let some smoke out and then retrohale. Oh. So I figured I'd just go ahead and retrohale. And when I did. I actually burned the hell out of the top of my mouth with uh, with the smoke there. But, yeah, no, there's, um, oh, man, the pepper intensity did ramp up on the uh, on the retro hail. Not not anything impressive, um, but. Uh, Knocked you on your ass. Well, that was more just me being ignorant, but, yeah. Um, it's, it's a milder Maduro for sure. It's, yeah, it's it a, is. It's a smooth Maduro, yeah. But it's got some, it, the sweetness tones through it. It's got. You know, some floral, some earthy. Um, it was good. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. good. cigar. It was a good cigar. And then you've got your Partiga, or Partigas. Partega. You keep saying Partega. Yeah, Partega's um, been very consistent. Uh, definitely a stronger uh, Cuban, but that's a, right through the length of it. I'm like, I got about a couple inches left. Uh, loving it. It's nice. good. Uh, as far as Cubans go, uh, you know, it's it's funny because a lot of the Cuban cigars, uh, a lot of stuff that they smoke, you know, like the lower brands uh, uh, are some of my favorites. And uh, as you get into these expensive sticks, you know, some of them are uh, kind of a disappointment for the for the for the cost. But this one is not. That's for sure. So what does a what does a Cuban cigar run like? Like you know, just out of curiosity, like price point. They range dramatically. I mean, you can get something for a cigar for ten bucks Canadian, which is fifty-five cents US. <laughs> uh, Be about right, but yeah. And uh, I mean, they go all the way. They get crazy. I mean, there's really some odd ones that are hard to get. That certain certain um, brick and mortars uh, have to order probably a lot of cigars to get a box of. You get into like Bahikes, the Cuba Bahikes. You can. You're looking at. Uh, you're looking at 120 bucks oh for sure. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but these are like. Yeah, they're they're hard to get. Um, I was in there today at the at the Vanda Palace, and and uh, there was one Bahike left, and it was spoken for, and this guy was going to drive down from uh, uh, probably about an hour and a half drive, hour drive, just to pick it up. You know, uh, they're, they're they're hard to get, wow. special legit, right? Wow, interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, taxation, taxation. You think uh, Dick Durbin's a, a bastard? Uh, <laughs> oh, he's a dick. Oh yeah, he's a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, are and, you what? It, what is the uh, tobacco tax up in Cuba or up in Cuba, up in uh, Canada? Uh I don't know that offhand. I know that if I cross over, so I've crossed over a couple times. Declared 
some tobacco and uh, they, you know, sometimes they let you through or whatever, if you just a couple stogies. But I, I, I did ask one day, I said, listen, if I, if I buy, you know, 50 bucks in, uh, in tobacco from the U.S. to Canada, what am I, what am I looking at? And it's, uh, it's a, it's, it's times two, man. So wow. 50 bucks, 50 bucks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, yeah. I like to think the standard living is pretty sweet, but not, not like that. They're, they're just gouging us from that, that perspective. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We got to be careful. Otherwise the U S is going to end up on that. We're way. headed there. So we are an example. We are an example of what's going to happen. If uh, you guys don't fight hard because uh, like, like you said, with the, the marijuana distri- you know, uh, distribution centers popping up everywhere, that's tax, tax, tax. We just had a pop up in our town that um, is across from a daycare center. Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, yeah, it's a day, it's a daycare, and there's a you know some some chick uh, with uh, with a sign and the you know the pizza sign you know they're flipping around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By pot, I mean you don't really need that pizza. It's just an employee that's doing nothing, right? If you're going to buy marijuana, you're just going to go buy marijuana or whatever it is. But um, they're worried about something that you know it doesn't affect teenagers or young adults or anything it's just premium tobacco no kid in the world is going to spend you know 20 30 or in, in some cases you know 80 dollars for premium it's absurd now that is crazy and you know unfortunately that's like you said, it's where we're uh, yeah. we're headed. But see, I think we're headed there. Not so much. I think they're you know it's the age old government tactic of uh, you know won't somebody think of the children? In reality, they just want our money. Yeah, you know they know that no kids well, are going after you know premium cigars, but they're going to lump it in because they know that they can get a little bit of money out of the guys that how, do. How long in the states have we been saying cigarettes are bad? Oh, but quite some have, time. But they're not illegal. Yeah, they want the taxes exactly that's all it is yep well everything's a crime until the government can figure out how to do it for themselves and then it becomes legal yeah but it becomes tax to hell look at gambling machines video gaming or marijuana here in illinois like you said marijuana and all the states that are carrying that now and everything everything's illegal until the government can figure out how to get their hooks into it yep and then it just becomes a government program yeah but you just gotta find you just gotta find people in, in power that smoke cigars they won't touch it, you know. So, like, um, you know, why would they? Why would they, you know, shoot their own foot? Yeah, I just that, that it's I, not I, popular. And I will say, Marco Rubio obviously is on our side. You know, in in the Senate there from Florida. I mean, that makes perfect sense because you know, Florida a, and cigars. There are a number of politicians, both Democrat and Republican, from Florida that are that are on our side. Well, you Joe know, Manchin just, has said yeah. this isn't a good idea. Yep, and you know he he's been able to. Save us on a lot of things uh, the past six, eight months here. Well, hopefully he can keep that up. I hope he does. So. Anyway. No, I, I got to say Florida rules. I, lo- I love going there. Uh, shout out to Benita Smoke Shop. Out in, uh, I guess it would be in uh, Benita Springs. Those guys are, I mean, awesome, man. But the, the problem, what sucks, could you imagine not being able to smoke in in any type of edifice and at all, you know, like there's no, we have nothing here. Like Havana smoke shop would be a great place in Windsor to go have a smoke, socialize, whatever. We can't smoke indoors whatsoever. It doesn't exist. Wow. 
Well, and and there's a number of towns here in the United States that are starting to pass, you know, municipalities that are starting to pass laws uh, banning smoking within parks. You know, so you can be sitting outside at a table in a park and you can't smoke. Yeah. So. But you, you can know. throw up a marijuana lounge anywhere in Illinois you want to right now. Well, yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, it's it's one thing or another. It's always one thing or another. No, I mean, you could just get stupid high in front of children by, you know, what was considered 20 years ago here, uh, basically a narcotic, uh, and do what you got to do, but you can't just have a nice rolled up tobacco leaf and enjoy yourself. I know. You know? No, it's crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Well, uh, I want to jump in real quick and say, now coming up on Friday, I think we still have a selection yes. from My Monthly Cigars. Yeah, the final selection for My Monthly Cigars on Friday's show. And by the way, for Friday's show, um, you have until end of day today, Tuesday the uh, what 21st, to um, get me your suggestions for segments. Um, we're, we're still doing the contest for the segments. You guys got to email me at nick at cigarpulpit.com. Dot com and that's n-i-c-k at cigarpulpit.com with your you know segment suggestions please include your name and mailing address in the email so that in case you know we pick yours um i can i can mail out you know prizes and whatnot but um you know we're just looking for segment ideas something that we can do on the regular something that's not too ridiculous and absurd you know and everything and um you know, the top three are going to receive uh, prize packs of cigars from my humidor. And, um, but we need those by end of day on Tuesday, the 21st, so that they can be uh, processed and ready for when you and I sit down to record for Friday. And so Friday's show, we're going to go through all those and we're going to smoke the final selection from my monthly cigars. And Nick, what is my monthly cigars? Well, why don't we just go ahead and let Pinky take care of that? Okay. All right. You actually going to put it in this time? Yeah, I'll drop it in this time. <laughs> Why you got to be a dick about that? Forget like once, you know. Anyway. This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and... off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Pinky. Yeah. Well, there we go. You got to hear Pinky again. There you go. I love Pinky. Can I see what she looks like or do you guys... (laughs) <laughs> like I have an in on this now. I, I can see a photo of her. No, I was going to say, you know, you're on the phone. I mean, or the the FaceTime here. We might be able to actually pull that off for you. So, anyway, and then uh, then uh, on Tuesday we will have the recap of the second annual Riverman Cigar Company Cigar Festival. There, we'll have uh, all the fun and excitement from that event to uh, to show you. I don't. That's that's horrible, Jeff. Isn't that working? That's fantastic. I got it. Yep. There you go. Confirms everything. We're good. <laughs> Leave her alone, Jeff. Leave her alone. <laughs> she's very very nice. <laughs> yeah, she's good people. So there you go. You got a little insight. Awesome. What? Been gone for two weeks, and you're forgetting to team me up for socials. Oh, I okay. So we're there. I mean, we just did the MMC, so. Okay. 
So, uh, Luke, I'm going to ask Nick here first, but then we'll turn to you. How do folks reach out to us on the socials? We are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. Boy, you're just slow on the draw tonight with this, man. You take a little time off, and you just forget how this works. I'm out of the loop. Uh, we're on Instagram or uh, Facebook, where we have the uh, Cigar Pulpit Parishioners page, which apparently has turned into, let's figure out all the different things that Nick can pay for on the 25th. But um, There's a anyway, lot of love for you on that page. Uh, it's a lot of love for my wallet, you know? I'll say that much, but... Anyway, and then uh, we're also on Twitter, YouTube, and guys, get your questions in for Ask the Boys by calling area code 863-874-0000. And Luke, where can everybody follow you? Uh, they can follow me at uh, mystix35mm. Um, and uh, I forget what your caller was, man, but uh, give me a shout or DM me uh, those photos and I'll, I'll hook you up, buddy. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, say, he's the, got the insight the, on the Cuban the bands Cuban there. cigar, yep, yep. Uh, just head on over to Instagram, and it's MySticks 35mm. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on with us. Yeah, this has been fun, dude. Dude, my pleasure. And I I mean, I'm excited. I can't believe uh, I've been watching you guys or listening to you guys for a long time. And uh, pretty uh, pretty stoked about being on here. And stay smoky, bros. <laughs> we really appreciate the cigars. Yeah, we you've do. Been, you've been more than generous between sending not only these uh, Bismarck cigars, but then also... God damn it. All right. Fine. Ah! <laughs> right? We're back I'm to so fight. just happy. We're back to two fighting. It hurts, dude. I'm asking you guys to, you know, help you uh, read the instructions. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Some, I am... That's I'm, a big tube. That's a big tube. You know? Yeah, I would yes. say not... In other words, don't put it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you motherless fuck. What have I done? That hurt. Oh, that actually did. <laughs> yeah, did. You hit bone. I just went for the fleshy part of your arm. <laughs> oh, anyway. <my> children. <laughs> All right. Well, no, seriously, man, you've been more than generous with the cigars and Jeff's bidet. Yes. And <laughs> everything. And we really appreciate you listening and, and uh, everything. So, no, seriously, man, thank you so much for taking time out tonight. This was fun. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. And uh, I'll be around. I'll be around, hopefully, uh, when the border clears up, bud. See you, brother. <laughs> we'll see you soon. And like I said, you've yes. always got a place to stay at Nick's. Damn it. Yeah. I mean that I goes for all, that goes for all the listeners, but remember, remember Nick, breakfast, breakfast. That's true. That's true. We do have breakfast on the, on the table there. So. A lot of Canadian bacon, I'm guessing. Ham. <laughs> <laughs> it's Be a ring. All right. Well, cool. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator, and I'm Luke. Thirty-five millimeter. My sticks. Everybody stay safe. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.